Unbelievable! Absolutely unbelievable! And welcome, Avs fans. I'm Lauren Gardner here at the Pepsi Center. They got nothing but guts! Guts all over the place! I can't believe Colorado it! Colorado Avalanche complete one of the greatest turnarounds in NHL history. The Colorado Avalanche will return the next year to the Stanley Cup playoffs! And now, let's get you ringside with Lauren Gardner and the gutsiest play-by-play call in hockey, Mark Mosier. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Abs in Your Earholes podcast coming to you live from the Colorado Avalanche Meet the Team Party at Pepsi Center. Huge fan fest, and Lauren Gardner is back in the house and going kind of crazy tonight. Did you miss me? Of course I did. How much fun is this event? We're sitting in the penalty box. Mark Rycroft, I was his safety blanket for the night, and we were just supposed to wander around. He took a seat in the visitor's penalty box, and people just started coming in and taking photos with them, so he started his own station. Riker's one of the more popular guys in this whole joint. He should be. He's it's the amazing. Coolest. This is really a great event. I mean, the players are interacting with the fans. Guys are playing uh, bags. They're, they're getting pictures taken. They're shooting pucks. They're hanging out at different stations. I, listen, this is what's one of the best parts about being a season ticket member. Obviously, you get to come and see some great hockey, but you get to have events like this where the players just kind of hang out and they just kind of do their thing and the fans get to a- interact with them on a personal level that you normally don't get to and the players love it. They have a great time. They absolutely do and that's what this is all about. And I've said so many times, Moj, that the Avs have the best fans not only in hockey but in sports. They're so knowledgeable. They're always here to... <sighs> Just to interact. They just want to be a part of something bigger than themselves, and that's what we're all about. That's what the players are all about, and it's just a great time. All right, tell everybody what song is playing right now. Thriller by Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. I got really loud there. Yeah, you did. Uh, The thing is is that uh, you were dancing to Thriller before we went on. Like, you were doing your whole Roger Rabbit, and you were doing the running No, I know the actual Thriller dance. We did it when I was on Broncos. Oh, really? Yeah, for Halloween. Like the whole, did you get the whole get up and all that kind of stuff? And no, I was a uh, giant banana that year for our junior cheerleaders, so I was. <laughs> that's kind of cool, though. It was awesome. But this is really cool. I mean, we're we're out here with all the fans. I mean, everybody's having a great time, meeting their favorite players. Tyson Josta just got hugged by somebody. And Nathan McKinnon's right over there. And- we have uh, all sorts of fans coming up to us and asking us questions at the glass, taking selfies through the penalty box. I think we've set up in the perfect spot here because we have a great vantage point. We can wave at people. But uh, this is what it's all about, is interacting and connecting with people. Again, that's my hippie side coming out, but I'm having an absolute blast. It's okay. You can be hippie all you want to be. I am hippie. Cool. Some of these costumes, by the way, this is a costume theme, which I didn't know. I arrived and I was given a set of cat ears. But we've had some really good, uh, what, we had some Joker costumes, a Minnie Mouse. Uh, we had somebody that dressed up as Stanley Cup and the Hanson brothers, Hanson sisters. I saw those gals dressed up yeah, as the Hanson sisters. I thought that, I mean, they looked obviously perfect, right? I mean, Spot they looked, on. Yeah, right on the money. So everybody's out here having a great time. I've seen a lot of uh, people over the years who have been uh, Avalanche season ticket members for the for over the years. Yeah. And see them here and say hi and, and just get to see everybody. And, and uh, it's just a cool thing. I'm just having a great time. You want to talk a little hockey? We can do that. Mark let's talk Reich some Rock hockey. Let's talk a little let's hockey as well. We'll get Riker, Riker. over here. Avs coming off the one nothing loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning, their first regulation loss on the home ice this season. <laughs> Riker's Riker, okay? trying to get over the wall here you know, in the penalty back box, in the day and he, he is struggling. He had no problem jumping over the boards to get out there, and now all of a sudden he's steady struggling. You all right? You got to talk on the side, brother. Guys, oh, yeah. it's an honor to be on the show. Thank you. <laughs> You're talking on the wrong side. You need it. Yeah, there you go. It's an honor to be on the show. Thank you. 
Uh, we're going to just set you know, record down a little bit. <laughs> I tell you, Avalanche fans, they're amazing. They come Aren't over, they? they just... I'm no longer Mark or anything like it. It's just straight up Riker. But, Moe, you call me Riker. Because you, you're Mark, it's good that I'm not Mark. Too many Marks. Two, Mark squared. You have two Marks in the kitchen, buddy. Can't That's right. It. We got a yeah. lot of Marks in the kitchen, no doubt about that. But you're no, I mean, you're known as Riker. Everybody knows you as Riker. I like that. I'll take that. All right, good deal. Riker uh, started up real quick. You started up your own stop here. Well, Who I just, would have thought that? I just showed up. My safety blanket, Kyle, is gone. And so I used Lauren as my safety blanket, and then she Houdini'd me. So I thought, I'm going to hang in the penalty box and do nothing. And the line formed. I'm honored. Avs fans are epic. They're such an amazing group of people, and they're all just absolutely jazzed about how good this team is, as yeah. we all are. And we were, hey, we were just talking about that loss last night. Riker, I mean, that's a – yeah, you lose in regulation. You have a goal that's it's called back on the offside. But you know what, man? They played a good game against – that's the way it goes sometimes. Two very good teams hooking up. One play can decide the entire game. We know it, and the offside's call was tough. That goal is allowed. Eh, probably go on, win 3-4-1. to one. It is what it is as a player – I know what Tyson Joseph was thinking because I've been there. And you always just want to cut it right on the edge. And as far as he was concerned, he was probably 100% onside in his mind. The game is fast. The skate came up. There's a big difference in the game. It is what it is. But, yeah, tough loss. But how about this? Tampa Bay had to raise their game to play with the Avs. That's all you need to know. Not only that, they had to adjust their game to yeah, meet the Avs. So they awesome. went after the first period, and Cooper goes, guys, we can't win playing Tampa Bay Lightning hockey. we got to do something different. And that's and the only thing that got him was, was, the, was the power play goal, and it's scored by Kucherov, one of the best goal scorers on the planet, and that's the difference in the game. So you can't be, you can't be hanging your head about that, Riker. The big key is the response. The way this team has responded, not only this year losses, but last year, they've always done a good job. And by the way, the Stave Puffs Marshmallow Man is here. It's kind of Oh, weird. that hey. is amazing. Next to a, uh, I don't know, the Sasquatch mummy? Hey, you know what was great? As I was killing it over there in the penalty box, and I had lots of fans. Yeah. And then McKinnon and Jost blew by me, and it went empty. <laughs> <laughs> like, later records. Okay, that See, was fun. you're kind of cool, Rikes, but you ain't nothing. <laughs> you were cool until you no, weren't. If Lauren would have held with me, I had had a few more fans. Yeah, we might have had a shot. I still would have been somewhat Our station decent. had yeah. some life there for a minute. You know what? It was fun while it lasted. But circling back, I was listening to the interview with Stamco's postgame, and he said, it's not often that teams can skate with us, let alone faster than us. And he was like, the Avs are such a complete, fast team. He was blown away by it. Then you heard Pierre Maguire. The, the national broadcast was actually really, really complimentary of the Colorado Avalanche. He said he can't wait to come back. This team that's building these fans, this is all about you fans, reminded him of the heyday. Well, Pierre, I see Pierre in the locker room before the game, and I wasn't ready to go to the lofty air you know you gotta be a little cautious i'm pretty optimistic as it is as we know on the air we're sizing up the rings all the time but pierre goes hey mark i'm pretty sure they can win the cup when you when you hear that you're going wow and then you hear what steven stamko says wow the team is on it we're on the locker and we know what the guy's mentality is they could care less about their hot start they're you're more right. worried about where game 82 is than game 10. it's pretty cool to see it throughout the locker room and it's all set by captain landeskog man they yeah. all want to taste a big show. Talked to him last night, and he said, "Yeah, it was uh, you know it was tough, no doubt about it. But 
Uh, we're gonna get right back at it Friday. That's our next focus. I mean, they're not they're not too high after wins, and they're certainly not too low after losses. Now, it's not a real bummer situation. It's hey, man, we know we're a good club. We just played another really good club. Sometimes it happens. They could very well go to Tampa in December and get them. That's the way it works. And uh, and you get ready to take on the, the Ottawa Senators coming up tomorrow night. Oh, Mose, you and me in the booth. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, Pete down, up, Pete down between in, the people. benches where Pete belongs, scrapping it up. And then I was in. You know, in the studio with LG the last four days, you know, sometimes I wear fancy things to make sure, you know, people are looking at me. But I knew the last four games, nobody was looking at me. That's not true. You know, it's between Kyle and I. I know I'm kind of winning the popular vote. (laughs) But when LG goes in there, as I call her Miss Hotness, it's like, whoo! There wasn't there wasn't one tweet about your coat, was it? Nothing. Like, like you could have worn you could have worn curtains from the 1930s and nobody no, would have said a word. Moj, I could have had a bow tie on with no shirt on at all, <laughs> and it would have been like, "Geez, Lawrence looking pretty good today." <laughs> I dare you to wear a bow tie and no shirt. I'll do it. We're I'll pay four dollars. We're gonna have a fun game, though. I mean, yeah, Riker's gonna be in the booth with me. Peter's gonna be down here, uh, rinkside, uh, you know, in between the benches. Uh, it's a great. Uh, by the way, so I, last night I got to be in the corner. The Lord, we call it the Lauren Garden. Memorial Corner because that's that's Wait, her spot. Right? Dead? So, no, it's a I, Memorial Corner. Well, I mean, okay. Well, I want a plaque. But he over meant there. it as an honorary thing. Yeah, yeah I understood I what put, you were saying. Can I How put about, a plaque over there? You do whatever you want. How about okay, LG's cubbyhole? Right. I mean, I, so I'm over there, but to see the game, Riker, it's the first NHL game I've seen rinkside. Probably in 22 years. So I mean, fast. It's it's so fast. I mean, the game has gotten so fast. But to watch, I'll tell you what's interesting to me. To see what guys see. And then you can also tell what guys don't see, right? <laughs> and so you're down there and you're looking at things. The goal that was called back, doll. You understand now why the top line terrorizes the National Hockey League. McKinnon darts in so fast. All eyes, three guys are on him and they're staring at him. And you know Vasilevsky's looking right at the slot too. Like, oh my God. And McKinnon holds and he holds and he holds and he's got this steely look on his face. And like Callahan's eyes are his biggest saucers. Here comes Landeskog in. And Riker, I'm telling you, a nanosecond. Look away, pass, one-timer, in. I mean, it's and it, you, you, I mean, in the blink of an eye, less than the blink of an eye, and that's why they're so effective right now because of plays like that. It's a shame it wasn't a goal. It's an absolute shame because it would have led to probably a couple of goal victory. But, yeah. you know, I was talking. It's fun talking to people that are casual fans of the game because they give you different insight. And so I talked to a good friend of mine today, uh, Dr. Jim Burke. How about that? Yeah, I know some oh, doctors. Hey, doctor. Humble brag. And he compared him to, like, uh, Messi or Ronaldinho or one of the great soccer stars when you go, why is that one guy so much better than everybody else on the ice? And then he gets the ball and they give him all the space because they can't challenge him. And McKinnon has essentially become that. You look at his speed and how dynamic he is, and he is above and beyond almost every player on the ice every night. And he's got Miko and Gabe to support him. Not bad. <laughs> Why don't you, okay, Riker, take us back to your playing days. Oh, dangerous. Just, just, just rewind, hop in the time machine. We're going to <laughs> dig up that time capsule. How would oh, you match up against that line? What would you do? What would you, what would your answer be? Well, I can tell you one thing. If, if somehow we were on the road and I was on the ice and the home team gets first change, or last change, I'm sorry. So the McKinnon line comes on. Joe Quenville would be up on the back of the bench going, Change! 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 Right off! Change! And literally, he'd do that. So my sentiment would have been Ryan Johnson back in the day. Right, like, right, right. Johnny! Johnny! Change! 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 <laughs> so all we would do is try and win the draw because we got hemmed in on an ice or something bad happened. You, you can't game plan against it. If anything, you hope you trust enough in your good team that you just throw the power against the power and let it roll. The NHL's fun. It's entertaining. 
Let the best against the best and see what happens. And that's you what the what? Lightning did. It's so fun to see that. And one thing I love about Jerry Bednar when he's got the last change at home, Riker, he constantly puts his line out against the other team's best line. He's not looking for a third line matchup awesome. or something. He says, you know what, let's let's fight power with power, you know, and and it's pretty awesome to watch the, him do that. He's like, you give us your best, we'll give you our best, and let's rock and roll. And that's what happened last night. Now, the Lightning, that's a pretty deep club, but the Fs did a good job defensively, too. And you see the way that they, they sort of settled things down, especially in that first period. And, yeah, they got some chances and had one really good chance on a goal mass scramble, but the Fs kept them off the board. It was that power play goal. Five on five, the Avs gave them nothing. In the first period, they could have been up two or three goals. Yeah. And if that's the case, oh, yeah. it's over. But me and LG in studio the other night, we're talking, you know who doesn't get enough love and who should, Moj? Nemeth and Ian Cole. These guys are out there like barbarians, but just barely legal barbarians. I didn't know Ian Cole <laughs> was that big of a beast. But they're giving cross-checks, but just light enough for guys feeling, but you're not going in the box. And we, we haven't had that dynamic. Two guys that are six foot three, 215 pounds, that are laying the thunder... Usually it had to be Eric Johnson doing that, but now EJ gets to play a smooth, easy rolling game like he should. And they're so defensively sound. You know, 18-8 that the Avs outblocked the Lightning last night. Yeah, and so. I think that it says so much about how hard, first of all, how tough these guys are and how hard they play. Riker has his leg up on the wall of the penalty box right now, stretching out. What are you stretching for? You know, I was down on my knees here. The back catcher knees in me, Lauren. I don't got it anymore. Okay, yeah. so we're going to take a quick timeout. We have a fan that's made his way into the penalty box. Oh, no, he box. just wants to say hi. This is Alec. He tweeted at us. Yeah. He said, Hello, say what's up, Alec. Where are you from? I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. What Alec, just so you know, no this? profanity, okay? This is live. That's okay. Yeah. What Fort, brings you to the Fort meet Wayne, the team? Indiana. We're big Avs fans, my dad and I. We flew out here this morning to Denver. After Saturday morning, 6 a.m., we're flying to Minneapolis to see the game there, and then we're flying home. Alec. That is the definition of true fandom we're right trying. there. We're trying. We're good this year. We're good. I mean, whether we're good or bad, we're always following. But yeah, we're excited I, for this year. Yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts? Especially we are just breaking down the Lightning game. How fun was that to watch? It was awesome. I, I, did, I still don't know if they should have overturned that offsides call. I don't know if it was dispu indisputable or not. But. Yeah, you know, that's one of those. It was so close. If the call on the ice is good goal, Riker, I mean, we looked at it. You know, several times. How do they? How do they say no? I mean, can you see? Can, can you see between the blade and and and? Was there air there? I mean, what'd you see? It went so fast for me, and it was my third glass of wine at home with my wife, <laughs> and I juice, was snuggling. Juice. So I think I missed the key. You know, it was snuggle night for me last night. I might have missed the key replay, but I had a five-year-old. I met a five-year-old today, and I said, "So was the Joe skull good or no good?" And he said. It was good. In other words, Josie was onside. So if a five-year-old says it's good, it's good. It's good, don't you think? That it's good. I completely agree. Should have been a completely turned the game. We were going right then. I thought we were going to get a couple more, but you know, we didn't pull it out. But we're all right. We'll bounce back. Uh, and this is what this night is all about. Alec flies in with his old man from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Right, uh -huh. going to the game against the Sens, flying to Minneapolis to go to the game in St. Paul the next night, and then and then going back home to Indiana. So. You never been to something like this before the Avs, have you? Never have. Not even a season ticket holder. Got, uh, found some tickets online. I uh, actually talked to a season ticket holder. They weren't using them, so we bought them from him, and that's how we got in. Dude, that that's is pretty. So cool. You know what? That's that's called ingenuity, right that there. Is. Hey, you're not hey, using it, and you're already in town, so you might as well come on over. Right, so, have, have you met all the guys? Yes, we were at practice this morning. Got a lot of guys there, uh, and then we'll be at we'll be outside the hotel in Minnesota. We've gone there a couple years, uh, and we'll get some more there. Hopefully, meet Landy there because the lines here is ridiculous. 
I saw you wandering around the practice rink. So out of all the guys you've met, who's who's been the funniest or the most personal to you? I think Big Z's a character. Oh, man, we agree with you. But he don't really care. He's not really a rule follower. But I love uh, <laughs> Landis Dog. Back in his rookie year in Columbus, I tweeted at him, and I was in the lobby. I said, hey, man, can you come down? He direct messaged me back, said, I'll be right down. Came down, and then after the game, gave me a stick. So he's Andy. awesome. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Ali, okay, you want to just take over that. the podcast? We'll just leave, and you start yeah, talking you're about really hockey. Yeah, you're really good. You guys That's cool, play? man. I want to go out and meet you. Do you play? I did. Not, I played for like 12, 13 years. Not anymore. Now I coach high school basketball. Wow, nice. Oh, of course I, you do. You live in Indy. I want to get this right. So you texted Landy when he was playing against Columbus in Columbus, and he came down to met you in the lobby. Yep. DM'd him. They're staying in. Uh, it was in Easton at the time. Uh, DM'd him, said, hey, Landy, I'm in the lobby. Can you come down and meet you? Came right down, met us, talked for five, ten minutes. He was awesome. Just when I thought Gabe couldn't get any cooler, he just did. That's pretty I cool. I mean, Gabe Landeskog is the men of men. Plays the game well and off the ice. There's so much stuff for fans, charitable stuff. Gabe Landeskog. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. Alec, good to see you, man. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, we'll track us down in mini. We'll get you on the broadcast. All right. Nice to meet you, Yeah, Lauren, by the way, Lauren, she's in St. Paul, Alec. She can roam all over the entire joint, right? Yeah, that's what I do. All right. Number, he said to text him in mini and we can do something. So Boom. meet up with him. So. Done. No, I mean, we Peter's the man of the people. Absolutely. You're all over us. Track us down. Uh, Alex doesn't what, mess see, around. Like, Lauren, this is what this is all about. I mean, it's pretty cool, man. It's Fans are having a great time and people are just too. hanging out. I love awesome, it. Dude, wow, that was good. so neat. Did this you? deal is great. McKinnon and Josie still got the line. Yeah, they I got nobody waiting line. for me over Did there. Did you chirp no, them? It's because you're not back over there. You want to go back over there and hang uh, out? I, I, th- uh, I feel fact, like I've stolen enough of the time here. Here's, here's what I want to do. I want to watch you go back over to the other side of the penalty box and just, sit down and just see if anybody does show okay, up. Okay, I'm going to do that. Oh, dude, there's a lot of people gathered right and now pointing Besides, at. if I spend any more time right here, Kyle's going to get jealous about me and his podcast. Yeah. And we know how Kyle goes. Oh, yeah. That. Do you want to tease that podcast on this podcast? Why are there so many podcasts now? I don't know. It's just people love. My brother goes to sleep to podcasts. He loves them, especially when they're intelligent, high-end, really intellectual like you guys bring. So yeah, t- for sure. <laughs> Tell us what your podcast will be about with you and Kyle Cave. We don't know yet, but when we get together, <laughs> it just happens. We don't plan a lot. We just roll with it. And that's okay. what's made it so fun for 11 years. That is true. You guys are hilarious. Thanks for having me on. All right, good to see you, Ryzer. Awesome. There we love are. You love working with you blanket. both. You got it. We'll see you tomorrow night, baby. <laughs> Thanks, Mosh. All right, he's going to go back over, and we'll see if the line does, in fact, form. Of course it's going to form. He's he going to hop over? There. I love how he goes. He's wearing cowboy boots tonight. He throws too. his see that? left foot up onto the wall. Then he, like, slowly slides his leg along the wall. Then he... Gets his balance and he swings the other leg over. Hey, this is not, not as agile as he was when he played. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's, he's in pain right now. I think he now. pulled something. Yeah, he did. Just but he did over, make over it the safely. Boards. I'm feeling good. Oh, he's wait. Right. Two ladies spotted him. They're coming in for the kill. Oh, oh no. no just they kidding. Right past he him. did walk right by him. Sorry I thought about that, that was right for there. you. Yeah, okay, Michael Martin, the team photographer, is coming in to sit next to him. Now Riker's closing the door. No, the guy wanted to come see him and he closed the door on this is, I mean, this is great. We got, I, I get Lori, got a bunch of fans here. Uh, let's look ahead real quick to yes. tomorrow night before we get too far along. Obviously, it's going to be a big night at Pepsi Center. I mean, you know, the, the anticipation of the Ottawa Senators coming into town. And I just think it's going to be a fun atmosphere overall. You know, it's never disappointing when it's a Friday night game here at Pepsi Center. We know the Avs are looking for a big bounce back. They're just, oh, it, Riker said he's back. He has somebody in there taking photos with him. He just wanted to update us. But we know the atmosphere is electric here. The team is better than they've been arguably in the past decade. And it is going to be so much fun. And do we want to talk about the elephant in the room? 
Oh, we can do that uh, I tomorrow. Think we should. Yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. That'd okay, be we'll great. talk about it on the broadcast. Tune in, 6 p.m. pregame. No, we, we are obviously going to address uh, the trade. I mean, and, and again, look at, at the components of that, and, and the principal part going the other way is going to be back in town. So we'll get into all of that. I mean, Matt, Matt's going to be here, and uh, I understand you're going to interview him for the pregame show. I will be yes, interviewing sir. him. He actually uh, reached out via his uh, PR person with the senators and uh, said he was uh, he was he offered his services yeah. to do an interview, which I thought was really cool. I didn't want to be rude, but uh, I just got a picture that said, "Any chance we can get LG in one as well?" So that's where the power. <laughs> Riker is weighing in, saying, "Twelve people minutes. love taking photos of them." Twelve minutes. <laughs> It's, it, it's, it's, it's mayhem in here. Yeah, we'll yeah no doubt. But more importantly, the uh, the Avs need to get back on the winning track. And, and these guys, we, we talked about it briefly, they've responded very well from, from losses in the past. And it's a different mentality now with this club. And as Riker said, it's led by Gabe Landeskog. He sets the tone in that room. But all the guys have the same kind of mentality anyway. They want to get back to, to where they want to be. And they're, they're not going to let losses string together. And they're going to give it their all. And they played well against Tampa Bay. I mean, that's what people need to understand. They're also playing another very good hockey club. And there are ebbs and flows in games like that. It happened to be one penalty that even I thought was sort of a ticky-tack call that resulted in that one power play goal. And, and Riker's right. I mean, the Avs had the momentum in the first. Vasilevsky made a couple of saves, had a goal disallowed, so it could have been different. But coming up on, on tomorrow night, on Friday night, this is a situation where they got to just get there from the jump. They yeah. got to get it before they go the, the first to the back to back. They got to go to Minnesota. They got to get it done. Oh, we oh, have yeah, a T-shirt yeah, that awesome. says "Guts" all over the place. I want one of those. Well, I signed it right there yesterday. Oh, See, you right signed there? it? Yeah, right That's there. so cool. Yeah. That is the coolest T-shirt of all time. I, if I sign it, I'll devalue it. Okay, that sounds good. Thank you. He's going to they sit right by where I stand in my memorial corner. Um, they do, and that's something Jared Bednar has preached over the past two-plus years is we have to come out, we have to move our feet, we need to come out with energy and compete, and he always talks about compete level. And I think this team has shown that this year. There have been some, like, ebbs and flows. We talked about this, Columbus, but they bounced back. 6-1 win over Buffalo. Tough shootout loss to the Rangers. They probably would have played a little differently there, especially in that second period. What they do? They bounce back and they knocked off the last undefeated team in the National Hockey League and the New Jersey Devils. And I think they're figuring out what it takes to win on a consistent basis. And the key to that is Bednar letting the team police itself, and it starts with Gabe Landeskog and that leadership group. Can I give you uh, some props real quick? Yeah. You're very focused right now. I find it very difficult to be focused. There's a purple horse. <laughs> Walking around and in an event and a like this, bottle. it's hard. It's hard for us to keep focused on the task at hand because, again, there's a purple horse that just walked by. Well, there are a lot of shiny things. Not only is it the fact that it's you know Halloween-themed uh, fan fest here, meet the team party, but we also have people walking up to the glass, asking us to sign things, take photos, do all these different things, and. We get distracted very easily, and to be honest with you, I feel like I know each and every one of our fans because they're kind enough to invite us into their homes each and every night for an Avs game, and we feel like we all know each other. So I'm like, oh, there's Susie, like, oh, Katie and Jim, like my best friends. So I, I'm in heaven right now, but I get distracted very easily. Yeah, I like shiny too. things. But this is cool. Uh, again, Brandon's here. He wants you to sign his Guts All Over the Place shirt, okay? yes. which is cool. That shirt his is daughter, money. How do we see, get one of those? His daughter is holding a Nikita Zadorov stick. And it's, he gave, Nikita gave her that stick. She wrote a sign to him in Russian. He gave it to her. 
and it's taller than she is by far, and it's taller than her dad is. It that's is. how long that that He's Nikita Zadorov stick is. Yeah, and it has pink tape on and it. And so that's and that's what's so cool about this too is the fans, you know, all have the the interaction with the players in an event like this. And we'll uh, we'll finish up talking some hockey. I let's think. do it. Yeah. Well, I just had an itch on my shoulder. You looked right, at me like I was crazy. Uh, no, no. Let's. Uh, all right. Let's get down to brass tacks here before this podcast okay. is over. The Avs want to get the secondary scoring cranked up. Jerry Bednar was talking about it today. Yes. They're talking about uh, attack points inside the offensive zone. Also talking about the, getting the defensemen involved more, too, because they want to start to get goals from their defensemen, and they've got some very, very capable guys. So they were talking about today, he let us in on the meetings, on on how would defensemen enter the zone, when to jump in, when not to, but how they survey when they do enter the zone and get themselves maybe in better positions. So it's all just sort of a going over things they know, but but hey, let's remind each other about this. Let's do this. And very positive meetings throughout the team today, getting ready for that game tomorrow night. Yeah, and a tip of the cap to Jared Bednar for not giving us coach speak. A lot of coaches will go out and address the media and just kind of give you these these pre-prepared answers and he actually talks to us he talks hockey and he's so cerebral he's such a good smart coach and he breaks things down he actually listens to our questions and he answers those questions so it was really nice to hear that as well as the fact that I just want to talk about that today was an optional practice so you had a handful of guys out there he trusts his team to rest when they feel like they need to take some time off because they're playing so hard, they're coming up onto a back-to-back. They'll be playing the Senators at home. They'll get on a flight tomorrow night at about 11 o'clock, fly to Minneapolis, take on the hated Wilds in Mini on Saturday night. So he understands what it takes, but they went hard in the film room and they really broke down some things and he knows exactly what it takes as Moj points out about every shiny thing here. We have a lovely lady in a quilted avalanche jacket here accompanied by her golden retriever yes, with the dog, same Lauren. quilted vest and a hat. All avalanche themed. I was trying to talk about the game, and Moj is pointing out every single right, right, shiny thing here in the building. So jacket? this is yeah, essentially becoming yeah, my podcast. Awesome. And he's asking Riker, legs. apparently she that thing is a handmade quilted avalanche jacket. She had two prosthetic legs with a guide dog. That's what the golden retriever was wearing a hat. I was. I just did like I could call a fashion show. I just broke it down. That's pretty awesome. You, I, you let me just dissect everything on my own while you pointed out no, every shiny thing. No, what you said thing. about Jared Bednar was was really good. What did you say again? I'm not doing it again. No. Oh, Ghostbusters! <laughs> I know Ghostbusters are here. That's awesome. Uh, no, you're you're right about Bednar. Uh, he's he's the guy that uh, that, that kind of tells it like it is. He's not yeah. afraid to tell it like it is either. And so he's letting he's letting people and know what's going on with his club. And using rest as a weapon because he trusts his team. Yeah, no doubt about it. That's what's so cool about it. Now the trust is there. When you go through a year like the 48 point season, and you rebound to a 95 point season, you make the postseason. You push the President's Trophy winners to six games. Hey, there's a lot of trust built up between yep. the captain and the coach, the captain and his teammates, the team and the coach and the coaching staff. There is a lot of trust built up there and. Listen, he says, guys, we're going to chill out today. You want to, you know, you want to skate. Whoever wants to skate, that's fine. And they're Work having this, optional this this. morning skates. Yeah. I think it's great. He's letting them rest. And there's the line of communication between the coaching staff and that leadership group is so good. Even during games, he talked about how guys will come up and they'll ask the coaching staff, okay, why are we doing that? And they'll explain. And if they see something on the ice that they think needs to be adjusted, the coaching staff will listen and they'll change things up. And, you know, Brett Heimlich, the video crew, he does such a good job on that side as well, breaking things down. They have the iPads on the bench right there. They can review plays in real time. It's 
it's amazing how the communication is so solid with this team, especially with their pain, playing with that kind of pace. They have to. Oh, one more thing. Gruby and Net tomorrow, Philip Grubauer. That is correct. Hey, uh, before we're out of here, too, I know they want to get the power play cranked up. Yeah. I was right down in the Lauren Gardner cubby hole for the, the attack zone that twice last night. And the, the first power play was just so awesome. I mean, the puck movement was killer. And even the second unit came How out. Andre Ghetto. Andre Ghetto parked himself in that circle. He hit a post. Vasilevsky made a good save on him. It was. It was really good. I want to see that power play get rocking and rolling coming up tomorrow night, too. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Both units are looking really good, too. I think they're starting to find their stride in that chemistry. And, you know, I, I'm really liking Tyson Jost out on that first unit. I think he's really aggressive at, you know, getting down in front of the net. And, you know, and then you have the top line doing what the top line does best. So it's, it's just so fun to watch these guys move the way they do, the anticipation, the way they move the puck. And I, I think... If it hadn't been such a hot goaltender last night and such a tough team and such a good PK in the Lightning, the Avs probably would have scored a couple of power play goals, but they also did a good uh, job on the other side of staying out of the box, just taking three penalties. Yeah, they did. And the, the PK really, I mean, outside, uh, Vasilevsky <laughs> was good uh, when the Avs were on the, on the power play. Varley was equally good the other side. The lone goal was a power play goal that was kept in by Kucherov with his face. It, Carl threw it off the glass. Kept it in with his face, knocked it down. Gets the Stamkos, comes back to Kucherov, and bing, it's it's inside the far post. I mean, a really, really good play by the Lightning. But that's why they're paid the way they're paid. Yep. And that's why they are a, a, some people's pick to not only contend to the East, but maybe but win it all. Yeah, represent the Eastern Conference in the final, and then perhaps win it all. And it's just a very good hockey club. So it was a good test for this Avalanche squad. They came out on the wrong end, but it doesn't mean that they're going to stay there again. It folks, was a I great measuring stick. Yeah, I just want to tell you, these guys are committed to rebounding and coming back strong. Can, can we get back to goaltending for a second? I want to talk about the work that the goaltending coach, UC Parkala, is doing with both Philip Grubauer and Simeon Varlamov. And, you know, I've talked about it last season a lot about how him and Varley have a long-standing relationship. They've been working together for over a decade. Well, they've been discussing these goggles, which they'll wear on days when they're approaching a game where they're not going to play. So Varley was wearing them today in practice. And, you know, Mark Barbera was joking. He looks like a superpower or a superhero guy like superhero there we go I get distracted by all these costumes I know um, so they it's look like goggles to. like swim goggles and there's just a hole in the middle so it takes away your peripheral vision so it forces you to turn your head he said the second I talked to Varley about it he stepped in net he couldn't he's like the net felt so big I couldn't see anything around me what does it remind you of what's the first thing you thought of when you saw those things well uh, I don't know fly man no I don't know I, it reminded me of, of instrument training. Oh, when you fly, absolutely, right. when yes. You wear the, when you wear the shades, You're your when you instrument license. training. Yeah. Yes, yes, it does. It, it limits your vision, and so the theory is and is that you get better while well, your vision is limited and you have to rely on turning your body and your head that once you have them off, it will be much easier for you. Riker just wanted everyone to know that he's so popular. His line is back. This lady's His bringing a lemon is in. Though. Alive. <gasps> yes, we have the nightmare before Christmas. This lady brought a lemon into the box. An actual lemon. She, yeah. Why does she have a lemon? Like Ma'am, why is that lemon there? What's with that lemon? Life gives you lemons. Life gives you oh, is lemons. Is that what it's all about? Oh, yeah. And she's oh, lemonade. Oh, she, she's going to make lemonade. What happened to your E? Her life is falling apart. She has oh, tape. Oh, her life fell apart. She has, it's a tape that's spelling life, and it's falling apart on her shirt. That's really. God, I that's, hope that's that not really sad? the case. <laughs> That is we kind love of you. Sad. Life. Um, but anyways, those goggles, 
I wanted to circle back. I think that's really cool. And when Jared Bednar was asked about what was said when Parkla brought that idea to him, he said, of course, like, do you. Like, you have to do what works with your goaltenders. Varley was all about it. Uh, Grubauer has been all about it. So uh, they are working as hard as they can, and they're finding every solution possible to better their game. They're using every tool at their disposal, and I think that's just a product of the coaching staff, just, you know, Bednar saying, do everything you can do. Let's get better in every facet of the game. You ever see the movie Dodgeball when Vince Vaughn put the blindfold on him and dodged dodge You can dodge balls? a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite the same, but close. No, are you going to go throw hard. wrenches? No, no, no. Why I'm don't you wear them and then we'll throw wrenches at you? There's probably a lot of people who'd like to do that. <laughs> you, know, just, uh, you know, it's just like they can hardly see, but so they've got to follow the puck with their body, with their head, yeah. rather than just kind of looking around with their eyes. Varley said he already liked them. They just started wearing them in New Jersey, so it's relatively new, so he hasn't been able to assess the improvement that he's you know, we got to do a feature with you with wearing those things. Oh, yeah. Well, we I asked it. if I could try them on today, but they were really sweaty because it's like a foam lining, yeah. and I didn't want to get makeup on them, and I just did my makeup, so I said, we'll take a photo of them. You just put your face on? I just put my face on. All right, cool. Well, actually, we, yeah, because you had just posted a photo on Twitter of me without makeup on and fluorescent lighting, so thanks for that. Yeah, we won't be doing that anymore. I don't want to hear that, Ratha, uh, any longer. Riker's line has become gigantic again. Uh, he's a man of the people. He is a man of the people. People want to see Riker. They want to be with him. You have and Big Z, Zadora playing Bago over there. He's a man of the people. Carl. Carl. Uh, cornhole, Bago. I don't Tomato, tomato. Carl Soderberg's I've never over heard there, it Mark Dano. You've never heard it called Bago? No, I've heard it called Bags and Cornhole, but never Bago. Bago, Google it. Where are you from? I'm from Denver, Colorado. Proud. Well, proud ain't nobody native. in Denver calls it Bago. I can promise I'm you that. I'm going to fight you. On that note, we're going to end this Abs in Your Earholes podcast. As Lauren would say, you got to do what? You have to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. You guys are amazing. This thing is growing day by day. Tell your friends. Post on social media. All you have to do is post Abs in Your Earholes. You're listening to it. Do it on your Instagram. Do it on your Twitter. Do it on your Snapface. Do it on your Face Snap. Do it on all those things. We want you to share with your friends. We are giving you fun insight. We love that you guys are listening the more listeners we have the more successful this is and the more podcasts we can put out there uh, by the way sorry we were a little distracted again this is a, a wonderful event and there are people in costumes walking around and the players are are all over the place and Riker's doing his thing and lady brought a lemon there was a dog here it's just pretty cool it's so cool I love your highlights the lady with the lemon and the dog yeah it was great honestly this is the best meet the team event to date and it's really hard to top what the avalanche put on because they are so good to the fans and the fans are so good to the abs and i'm just thankful to be a part of it i love the halloween theme music and don't fear the reaper by blue oyster colt just played cool all you need you know what you need yeah more cowbell i always need more cowbell that i just was the song. i only know you that from saturday night live oh it's too bad it's a great great tune all right that will do it for this edition of you abs in your ear holes podcast do it everything that You're lauren old. just said to do and we will talk to you coming up next week as we get back at it as the abs get ready to hit the road against the flames and vancouver next week we'll do one right before then sound good to yep. you tune in to all our games on altitude sports television you can also check us out on the altitude now app Almost all of our, uh, check your local listings, but most of the pregames will begin an hour prior to puck drop. Mosier, myself, Kyle Keefe, Mark Rycroft, the man of the people over there, John Michael Lyles at times. And listen Peter to our McNabb. flagship station of Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. All your ads coverage with will Connor be right McGahee, there. Connor McGahee, Mark awesome Bertinoli. We are just pumping out the content because you guys seem to want it. Absolutely. And hey, tweet us your questions. We can, make, we can take suggestions. We can make tweaks to this thing. 
We're just dragging this thing on. I just like to talk. Is this podcast ever going to end? The worst rapper-uppers in the world. We are the worst rapper-uppers in the world, according to Emily Wade. And you know what? She's not wrong. It's like, you know, it's like when you're trying to leave your family's house. I'm like, okay, bye. I'm leaving. 30 minutes later, you're still giving hugs to to Aunt Aunt Linda and Uncle Fred and all Grandma Kathy. Okay, Grandma Sherry, I got to say bye. She's asking me about where I'm going tonight. When I leave, the door goes thunk, thunk. And I'm gone. Incidentally, that's the first time we've ever heard Emily Wade's voice on a podcast. I know. You sounded good. She exists. Congratulations All right. We're going to go see the fans. Thanks for being with us. It's an awesome event. Uh, Become a season ticket member or, I guess, bribe a season ticket member like Alec did or pay for them. Yeah, you You can can get into this. And there are also some great packages. You can go to happy hour. There are family nights. And there's so many fun, affordable ways to attend a game. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.